You're listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast number 147. Thomas Miller, welcome back. We're going to talk about a subject that I've done before, but since it's kind of fresh and relevant right now, we're going to tackle it again with hopefully some new insights, new information. And yeah, we're going to talk today about like when the wheels fall off. Those of you who have listened to this for any extended period of time know that it's about the journey, right? And I've been really open to share a lot of what's going on in my life and then try to extract either lessons or new things that we can learn and ways that we can apply these lessons to our life. And we've talked a lot here about shifts in energy, right? And boy, I'll tell you, every day I'm just realizing that the energy that either we are experiencing, emitting, or the energy around us governs so much of what happens in our life. But then it seems like you can just be tooling along, like minding your own business, almost doing nothing, and energy shifts. Seems like out of nowhere. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you know, you're just minding your own business and everything is generally going okay, and then... Stuff just starts happening, and it seems like it comes at you, right? And then there are some times when we choose or do things that bring about negative consequences. Well, really, for almost the last two and a half years, for most of it, not all of it, I got involved in some business stuff that kind of brought some wiry energy into my life. But but for the most part, the last two and a half years that I've been up here in Colorado, it has felt like an energetic sabbatical. You know, I've talked about the hikes and the skiing and the fishing and just all the stuff that I've been able to enjoy that really has brought that joy up and out. Things that my heart loves to do and just brings joy into my world. And I've, maybe this is what attracted this stuff. I don't know. I just thought of this because I've, I've at sometimes have caught myself thinking that I'm almost living in this, you know, this bubble, this, like, it's not the real world. I haven't given a lot of thought to that, but boy, you have to be careful with little subtle thoughts like that because universe will come along and say, oh, you want some dose of the real world? Well, here, have some of this. And that's kind of what happened over the last several days in my world. You know, in the Bible, there's a whole chapter dedicated to a guy by the name of Job in the Old Testament. It's spelled like Job, but it's pronounced Job, where he was a very successful businessman with a large family. And all of a sudden, wave after wave after wave after wave came along. You know, we studied that book in my English class in high school. Boy, have times changed around that. It was a public school, Memorial High School in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, times are sure different now. They wouldn't touch a book in the Bible in a public school today, would they? But the the story is really interesting because then it, it transitions to this dialogue between Satan, the dark side, low energy, and God, high energy, the light, about Job's fate. If you read it from an energetic perspective, it would really shed some interesting insights. And by the way, I've had so many number synchronicities lately that have just been so beautiful in this darkness that's been going around and I'm looking down and it's 11:11 right now. I love those kind of things. <laughs> but that's that's what's been going on here is just wave after wave 
Some of it I take responsibility for, ownership, and the others just have shown up. So I thought we'd do two things here. One is let's talk in this podcast about things that I've done to get the energy shifted back around. And then in a future podcast, we'll talk about lessons learned from these different events. So this morning, I was really down when like the last of hopefully the waves came through. And I got a text early this morning that a very good friend of mine who is almost like a brother to me was being wheeled into emergency heart catheterization surgery. He's about my age. We have a decade of history together. He's a very dear friend. And that was one of the examples of, you know, the ones that you don't ask for. He's in Texas. I'm a thousand miles away. And it's been a very long morning knowing that all I could do, and not minimizing this, but what I could do is pray. Fortunately, just a few minutes ago, text came that he is okay. Don't know the full impact, but he's out of surgery, and we'll, I'll get more information as the day unfolds. But I wanted to give you a couple of things that I've been doing over the last couple of days to work on all of this. Okay, so one, and this is probably one of the quickest, easiest that you can do, you can like do this in the moment because you can do these from a scale of like small things to big. But this came from Fred in a coaching session where he said, if something negative happens to you as quickly as you can, offset it with five positive things. So just think of a ratio of five to one. So if something negative happens, get five positive things clicking as quickly as you can. I've had just this negative cloud over me, so I'm looking at more like a 25 to 1 ratio right now. It's like I'm, I'm in this, uh, i got to keep finding more positive things to do. But that's, that's like one first thing you can do is just automatically shift away from the negative, set your sight on something positive. Whatever, if it's doing the dishes for your wife, do them. Take your dog for an extra walk. Go to a park or along the road and pick up trash. Call a friend and just say, hey, I've been thinking about you. How are you doing? And invest some time in their life asking questions about them and not talking about yourself. Take your kids out for something fun. You know, whatever it is, five to one ratio. Just implant that in your mind. That's the quickest string that you can pull in the midst of negative energy. Now, before I tell you the others, may I ask you a favor? I've been doing this podcast for about, what, Five years now. Yeah, this month, I think, in May, five years ago, we, we started this. And, I, you know, just by the universe pulling everything together in a beautiful way, I picked this title called Subconscious Mind Mastery. So whenever anybody types subconscious in iTunes, I've been sitting up there in the top spot for five years. It's been amazing. And you guys have been the, you know, the those of you that keep coming back and listening to more of this have been the beneficiaries of it. Well, as podcasting has become very prolific, you would imagine that there would be some people with big podcasts that would get into the world of subconscious. And now there are. So there's some pretty stiff competition sitting around me on the keyword subconscious. One of the things that really helps is if you will like the episodes and like the podcast on iTunes and then write a quick little review. 
that would just mean the world to me. I would really, really appreciate it. And it would help keep that spot, you know, which I've worked hard to obtain and would like to hold on to it. So with your help together, we can do it. And the other thing I would invite you to do is to go on Facebook and join our podcast listener group. It's just Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast Listeners. And if you'd like to come join us there, there's some more interaction that you don't hear here and pictures and other things going on in my world that I share there. So come join us on the Facebook group as well. All right, now back to the steps. So the next thing that I took a look at was astrology. Now, a lot of you have commented that you really appreciated the North Node show. And that was that has been such an eye-opener, I think, across so many different lines to just see what your life purpose is. And it really helped me dig down deeper into some astrological research that I've been doing over the last several months. And it's just fascinating to me that some system created, what, 6,000 years ago by people who did not have iPhones? You know, the internet was down when they created it. <laughs> it was like amazing that they put all this together that reflects so much of where the energies are in our lives at any given time. And I've commented before that I don't look to astrology for the predictive side as much, eh, a little bit on some things, but basically I'm looking at where are the energy hotspots. And we're not going to go into astrology here, but there's basically the map that is created when you're born. That's called your natal chart. And then obviously life begins immediately unfolding and things move in the sky and they move around that little wheel, that chart that, you know, some may know what we're talking about and some may not, may not. But as life unfolds, those are called the progressions and the transits. Those show where the energy is now. So whenever I get an energetic shift like that, I like to go look at the transits. And really, I need to be looking at them ahead of time instead of in the rear view mirror. But I like to look at where the energy hot, sh uh, hot spots might be. And if things come in waves like this, then, you know, it's like I want to know where the aftershocks might show up. Because I believe, I still firmly believe that choice and free will trumps everything. So we, if we know where energy hotspots are, we can choose to deal with things in a different way. So in some cases, like what's going on in my chart right now, caution is advised. There's a particular area in my chart where it says, mm, be cautious. And that particular setup lasts for about another 20 days. So that was the second thing I did, is I went in there and just found out where the energy is. Now, if this is something that you'd like to get into and you just don't even have a clue where to begin, go to astro.com. You can set up a free account. They have some paid resources, but they have, a, they have the most free resources in there that you can just go in and start exploring. Look, it took me five years to learn the little bit that I know and I'm still very much a shade tree uh, viewer or, or observer of this. But, you know, I've been able to get around and kind of know what's going on. And that's where I did it was astro.com. So I would uh, send you there until I get my own course set up, <laughs> which may happen someday. But I think now I'll start looking at it on a more frequent basis. Some of the planets move around real quickly, fast. And some of them are in the, you know, the mid range and then some are real slow to get around. 
So some things are changing almost every other day. Some are changing 10 to 20 days, and then some are in the pattern of years and in some cases decades. But look, if you can understand where the energy is at any given time, then at least you can know kind of where to lean in and then where to tap the brakes. I do have in the in the coaching, under the coaching tab on my website, I have a, a thing in there about an astrological read. But I'm just thinking if you would like to know a little bit about this and jump on a like a screen share call where I could walk you through astro.com and show you what I look for, go ahead and email me at thomas at subconsciousmindmastery.com or the contact box on the website, and we'll work out probably what we'll do it for is like a single coaching session setup, and I'll be happy to walk you through that. And then you could kind of be off and running on your own. You know, the whole my whole mantra is that all the answers come within, right? So if you need a bump, great. I'm, I'm there to give you a bump, but I would a whole lot rather get you just relying and finding the resources in and of yourself. But this is a complicated area, but a very important area. So if you would like some help with that on just a quick little bump, just email me and we'll work it out. How about that? Okay, the next thing I did was journal. That's no surprise to anybody, again, who's listened to any of this, but I spent several hours in the first day after the first wave, which was kind of the big one, and then these other aftershocks. I just spent several hours looking at what was, what was there, what was in my space. I wrote down how I felt. I dumped out a lot of stuff. I have always found that to be therapeutic. It can also be really one of the five to shift the energy. That could be one of your five is journaling. And it came to me while I was doing it. You know that Hawaiian thing? And I'm going to go with the pronunciation of this. Ho-o-pono-pono. If you didn't get that, just type H-O apostrophe into your browser and it will pop up because that's the only, (laughs) there's only one H-O apostrophe in the world out there. And it's this Hawaiian healing technique. It's basically four statements to yourself or to somebody else. But you start with yourself or you say, I love you. You know, in a bad energy zone, that can put a lump in your throat. And then you say, I'm sorry. And then, please forgive me. Thank you. Now, they say you can do those in any order. And sometimes you'll see it as, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. But I spent a lot of time with that, and I would do it within, mixed within the journaling. So as I would write some things, then I would write, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. And then some other stuff would come up, and I'd scramble it, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. I probably wrote that out, intermixed with other things, a dozen times, and each time the feeling of forgiveness and healing and self-love increased substantially. The other thing I thought of that I mixed in with the journaling is Byron Katie's The Work. Four questions there. Is it true? Can you absolutely know that it's true? Yes or no? How do you react or what happens when you believe the thought that you're dealing with? And the last question, who would you be without that thought? And that's a great clearing technique if you've got stuff buzzing around in your head. Is it true? 
Is this thing that I'm magnifying true? Yes or no? Can you absolutely know that it's true? Generally, <laughs> generally, you know, what we scramble in our mind is not true. And then when you say, who would I be if I just released the thought? If I know that it's not true anyway, and I just let go of it, what would that look like? The other last thing that I'll give you that I did in my little bag of tricks to shift energy is a YouTube channel by a guy by the name of Brad Yates on tapping. This was actually shared with me. So, you know, that's the other thing is when you're in a state, the universe will bring the people and the tools by that you, exactly what you need. And this, you ought to check him out, Brad Yates on YouTube. He has a number of tapping videos, and I've never used tapping that much. Don't quite understand it. I mean, I get the concept, but I'll tell you what, it definitely helped. And I'll tell you what, when stuff helps and works, I don't question how or why. It's just uh, if there's something energetically going on with those meridian points, hey, I'll tap. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> but Brad has a real good energy. I like, I really like this guy. I'm going to try to have him on the podcast sometime. We'll just talk about this tapping thing because that's what he does, and he's known around the world for it. So check out Brad Yates. It's spelled Y-A-T-E-S on YouTube. And maybe do yourself some tapping if that helps. Now, as far as lessons, I said, we'll talk about those in the future. I'm saving that for later, still really unpacking that and working on it. So, point here. When energy shifts and stuff comes across your path or just randomly enters your life, whether you do something to bring it or whether you just get a text, an email, or a phone call like I did this morning that my friend was in the hospital, Hopefully, these techniques will give you a few things that you can use to shift your energy. The thing is, you have to do them. So be deliberate. Keep the five and one really close by because that's one that you can just pull out and implement. Print that in your mind that when something negative happens, you're going to just shift five things as quickly as you can. Hope this helps. Thanks for listening. I'll see you back with some lessons that we can employ from negativity and negative things crossing our path because it's all a journey. So you enjoy the journey. I'll talk to you later. This is Thomas Miller. Thanks for listening. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.